What's up, my shameless listeners? I am so excited. Today is our first, very first podcast with guests. And this actually specific topic was requested. And our topic today is how to be strong and submissive. I am excited because I have three lovely ladies here today who I admire, who I look up to, and who are married as well that I feel like can really just add to this topic. And not only add to this topic, but just really give their perspective as just coming from a white, being submissive, being strong, strong woman in the world, just doing her thing. My cousin-in-law, Ashley, she's here today. She will be a soon graduate in June, public affair and health administration. My girl, Anicia, she is doing her thing. She is also the founder of Sis Society. And I, I saw her today and I'm like, listen, girl, I don't even know how you made it because she got her hands in so many different pots. And also my girl, Dominique. Nick, who's also a hairstylist and she is just she's another one she's got her hand in everything so i just want to thank you all for just coming on the show and just coming to really be able to talk and dive into this conversation and who we starting with <laughs> ashley go ahead ashley so ashley how long have you been married so i've been married for five years this may okay okay may what um may 20th okay may 20th oh congratulations thank you they say the first five years is like the honeymoon stage. After that five or ten, it's like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Nene, what's up? How long you been married? Um, this November will make two years married. Two years. Okay. And <laughs> me, Dominique. <laughs> I've been married two years in June. Okay, two years, two years. All right, and for myself has been, we actually just made 10 years in June. And I still feel like, but I also feel like this topic, so some people might be like, why, why, how you, why you learning to be submissive? Girl, you been married for going on 11 years in June, listen. It ain't no joke. <laughs> it is no joke. So I wanna be able to just dive into the topic or the question that someone um, actually requested. How do you be strong and be submissive? And for me, I feel like I struggle with both because I do come from a big family, right? I come from my mom is strong, my family, like we are so independent and that's naturally who I am, it's just strong. And when we're talking about being submissive, I gotta be a little baby that's gonna listen. A little baby don't like to listen. So what what are your thoughts on that? Um, I would say, it definitely is difficult especially if you are I would say like a dominant type of female so um, I find it that most females who were raised in maybe single-family homes where the mother had to kind of be the both roles they take that you know those characteristics into a relationship or a marriage and then they kind of try to dominate and play both roles so when you hear the word submissive people automatically assume like oh i gotta be like a kid and listen to somebody but it doesn't always necessarily mean that i agree um coming from a single family home where my mother and my father weren't together they were married but my mother and father um as far as i can remember weren't together so i saw my mother as the independent as the driving force of the family doing it all and i've definitely taken up those characteristics in relationships, friendships, just kind of being dominant, being strong, and not listening all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I always found to be submissive to be a weak trait. Mm. I always found that, that it was always less than. I never considered myself less than. I always felt like 
if I found a man that was able to handle all the different hats that I was able to handle, then being submissive would be easy. But you get so much, so caught up in a rhythm of not finding that, that the idea of being submissive sounds like a joke. So then I have a question. So prior to being married, did either of you feel, or did you have like the idea of what a, a wife was supposed to be, right? So like for, for me, for example, when Cam and I got married, we were young. Like, I, we were what, 21, 21, 24, like we were young. So I had no idea what a wife was. All I knew was that we were just in love and we were just gonna be together forever, right? Mm. However, I had no idea that it was submissive. I didn't know that it was gonna be nights with sleeping on the couch. It was gonna be nights where he was gonna leave the house and I might not have said hi or bye to him. Like I had no idea that that's mm. what marriage even consisted of. So all we see is like, oh, we're together forever. We're happy and we have this family, which is beautiful, but there's so many other things that Definitely not for the week. Comes along with this, Trier. Excuse me. Um, so, what would you say was like your ideal of what a marriage was or consisted of? So, I never really thought about it. Um, this is going to be a crazy story, kind of short story. So, we got married. It was a very quick marriage. We was engaged for about a month. Then we got married the next month. So, um, it had a lot to do with our spiritual beliefs. And, um, you know, we didn't want to go to hell. That's what our beliefs was. And we was definitely, you know, living together, doing all the married people things. So I never had a chance to even think about what it would be like being married. Like, you know, I never had a chance to think about what the wife role would be. My thing was more so just doing it so that way I'm good with the most high. Right. Right. Why you need me? Um... I would say the same thing and I think Ashley touched on it earlier I didn't have like I said I didn't have the example of husband and wife um the closest thing I had was my aunt and my uncle who I was really really close with so I got to see their interactions so to me like you know I wanted someone to love me I wanted someone to protect me I wanted someone to be there for me and I feel like I found that with my husband the same we got engaged after we had our daughter and with them within a month I thought we held the record because I said we were only <laughs> engaged for a month but within a month we went down and we got married and it's going on I didn't even had no like I didn't even I wasn't one of those girls that dreamed about getting married when they were younger it was kind of like wasn't not at all <laughs> I was like oh so you like me that's what's up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So to like take that even further and think about what kind of wife I wanted to be, I was just like, yo, so he liked me, I like him, that's what it is. We're gonna do it, that's it. But Lord, hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get in there, that's when you start thinking about it. Cause now it's like, it's no time out. Like you can't just be like, I'm gonna be upset and be mad for a week or two. You No, you be upset at home. Your whole energy in your house changed. So oh it, my god, yes. your whole Dynamics. energy, and then you realize it's not even worth it because this is life now. Like yeah. this is it. So then you start thinking about what kind of life I want to live, what kind of wife I want to be, mm -hmm. um, based on what I want my future to look like. So I think it, some you don't know. You don't know what you don't know until you in it. So I'm thinking Absolutely. becoming the idea of being what kind of woman you want to be necessary as far as a wife comes more so once you're in that role and you like okay how do i be the best me that i can be in this role that i'm in now 
Yeah. And it's interesting because we can all come from different childhood experiences and what we see or what the image of what marriage may look like, right? So I came from a two family home, but I still had no idea what it was to really, what it was, what it consisted of to be a wife, right? But I knew that my mom was strong. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, like I know that I want to do this, I want to do that. But then I also, but I feel like sometimes, like, even when it comes down to my husband, I know what I wanted as a father for my kids, mm -hmm. but I really didn't know what I wanted in a husband other than I just want somebody that's gonna love me be faithful to me you know that's gonna be here when I cry like it takes so much more and so I would say for me like even what I discovered now now that I am married it is a lot of those long nights where it's like I don't like you but I'm gonna love you I don't like you but I'm gonna hold you and now what you said is like so key because as a boyfriend as a girlfriend if we're not living together I can block you <laughs> I can block you I don't have to talk to you I don't have to see you if I want to look at you, then it's not my time. Right. But now I wake up and I look at you. Right. If I go to the bathroom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to look at your face. So how do I show that patient endurance, that love, despite me saying I'm not feeling you right now? Mm -hmm. Definitely. It can be a struggle. Ooh. And especially with, I think, the other part of the topic, being strong. And it's like, okay... You kind of got to get out of that mindset, my way or no way. No, how do we fix this as right. one? Because it's not me, it's not him, it's us together. Absolutely. So, so what would you say was the biggest challenge Challenge then, transitioning from a girl fiance to a wife? Like, What is something that you consider you gave up or that you're still working on that you no longer want to do anymore? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I would have to say... Um, I gave up the right to be selfish. You know, I was the only child, both sides. So I didn't have to share. I didn't have to like, you know, yeah, I never had that sharing type of lifestyle. Like I would share, you know what I mean? But it wasn't ever something that I had to ever do. So that part for me was a big thing because I was always focused on my goal and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it and it was just I I I and then you know for example with me going back to school that was a big issue in the beginning of our time my husband was taking care of all of the finances and we had three kids you know my youngest one was just born and you know he never directly came to me and said you know babe I'm struggling you know he he was definitely my supporter but when it came out on the table it was you know it was an issue and I had remembered like wow I didn't even take a, a moment to factor in how what I wanted was affecting the people around me I wasn't spending time with my kids I would see them for in between passing I'm you coming in from school I'm going to work you know where I'm coming That's from church sweet. I'm going straight to work I'm going straight to school and then my husband he working over 40 hours plus a week just to provide so that was one of those moments where I was like you know I'm not going to be upset you know this is the decision that I made I'm happy with it but that was definitely one of the things that I had to give up I definitely had to die to myself in that moment that is deep that's real deep yes and that's real I'm like that's snap real fingers <laughs> so wait you go ahead <laughs> no go right ahead and so 
I kind of experienced the same thing. And it was really like, it was it was a tough time in, in my marriage, but it wasn't until after. So when I went back for my associates, in my head, I have always had, and this is something that my parents have taught us when you want something like a go-getter mentality. Yeah. That was me. I had my first child when I was 17 years old. So my mom has shaped me. But then that also did something to me where it was like, I needed to focus on whatever it was I needed to focus on and go after it. Yeah. So when I went for my associates, I really didn't have too many conversations with my husband. It was like, I kind of went and applied. I was like, oh babe, I'm going for my associates. Like, never really considered the change that it was going to, how it was going to affect my family. I just, mm -hmm. but that's me. I'm going to do it and then I'm going to worry about what needs to change afterwards because I'm going to go get it. If I, this is what I want to do, I'm going to make it happen regardless. You know what yeah. I mean? But, and I didn't realize until later, I'm like, like you both like <laughs> you were and I and you know same like you like my husband is my biggest supporter but I never really understood that and how he felt until after I did it and it was really as far as submit submitting or really having that conversation and including him and even if I felt like he would have said now is not the time but I probably would have said I'm going regardless but still not including him because of how strong my or strong that I am where this is my goal this is what I want to do I'm going after it oh is that what it is a strong headed <laughs> I think I made that up <laughs> no but that's real too I think that might be the first lesson in marriage is that knowing it is not just me because that's my first thing too is that asking permission or letting someone know before I do something now, who I, I've been my adult since I was like 17. I know, and I don't listen to myself half the time. So to go into a relationship where I have to bounce things off of somebody before I do it because I'm a unit now. I'm not just me. So any decision that I make is going to affect the house and its whole. So like when my husband, he's such a good man. He be like, yeah, let me ask my husband. I mean, let me um, let me let me ask my wife first. And I was like, damn, this nigga. Not I mean, he asking people. He telling people I gotta ask my wife first. And in my head, it never even occurred to me to be like, oh, let me ask my husband first. I'm like, listen. I know how to make stuff work, so right. you know what I mean? I'm about to make this happen, right. and then I'll let him know what to do. Just like this whole idea of me wanting to get a dog. Like, we had a conversation about it. He said, yeah, we can get one. Yeah, just not right now. I'll show up with a dog next week. So, um, little baby still working on listening. It's a journey. <laughs> but... Funny. It didn't put it in perspective until I heard him say, hey, let me ask my wife first before yeah. I make a decision. And I was like, that's what we doing now? Yeah. Well, you can't get rid of the dog because yeah, the no. dog is part of the kids now because you really have two, but the dog is part yeah, of Yeah, that's my son now. Okay. That's the baby. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm working on my attitude in a sense and also my responses because of what I'm learning is not what you say. It's how you say it mm, and yes. like validating his feelings as well as mine like don't just do something because I think it's right mm -hmm. or that's what I want to do like definitely being a little more considerate because in the beginning of our relationship you know we had our daughter first and he definitely made comments about not wanting a gender reveal mm. and to me I'm like oh no you know I want a gender reveal God, mommies, we having a gender reveal. And he t spoke about it a lot, but I didn't take him serious. I'm like, oh, he's just saying it, he's just saying it. And that was a really, really trying time in our relationship. Like, once it was done and over, because it's like, okay, you didn't listen to me. You're not considering. Like you said, my husband is phenomenal. He's my number one supporter. Like, he has my back for any and everything. And he doesn't ask for much. So it's like, if I could go back and do things over, so now I'm trying to, you know, tread lightly. 
you know, it's definitely day by day, but I would say that I'm working on being mindful. Mindful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely tough because I feel like it's a part of us where we want to be true to ourselves. And I'm such a huge advocate of just being true to myself. So we want to be true to ourselves at the same time. We want to be the wife that our husband deserves. They're great men, right? You know what I mean? But then we're so strong. Like, it is something I always tell my students. We're shaped to be a certain way. Whatever way that is, we are shaped based on our previous relationships, our past experiences, our childhood experiences, what we saw a parent or guardian do in the home. Like, we're shaped based on all of that. And so, yes, we want to be true to ourselves, but how do I kind of like stand in the middle where I give my husband and I submit to my husband and I give him the wife that he deserves because it sounds like all of us don't really listen. <laughs> but yet, you know, even with the dog, you know, the gender reveal, things like that, like they give us our word or they express themselves, but then for us, we don't really take it into consideration. So we ask for the feedback. And I'm, I'm a huge, like I do that. I, I'm horrible at that. I may ask you what you want. It can be something as simple as, babe, how you think this picture looks? Think I should post it on Instagram? Oh yeah, babe, it's nice. No, I'm post this one. So it's like, why ask why me ask? if you right. know? Right. <laughs> right. I think it's, for me, I want to say like, I'm afraid to lose my identity. Like I, yeah, I'm your wife. Yeah, I'm Anisia. Yeah, I'm mom. Yeah, I'm this. But I also want to be me. And like you said, staying true to myself. Like I don't want to just change. I try, but. Let me tell you this. And this is really like, this means. That's a whole other topic. It right? is. We got to dive into yeah. it a little bit because I really, that is so deep. Me like, so for me, I know, I know some people that had a divorce and now they're living life. Like now they're going on trips, they're going on girls trips, they're doing this, they're go like things that I do with or without my husband, but it's like, I never want to be that woman where it's like, oh, I was married, so I never did this, I never did that. Ain't me. And I'm that's living. how I feel, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, no, like I'm living, but I know so many people, women who are now divorced and now they're living their life. And to me, that's something that I'm, I'm afraid of that. I am afraid of really just like giving my all and walking in this path or this shadow to where I lose myself. I already feel like as moms, we already lose yeah. ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. our kids already get any and everything. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think that's definitely something that's, that is really a good one. Um, when you got 50 things that you're doing between being a mother, being a wife, being a student, you know, working full time, going to school, whatever your hats are that you wear, it's easy to lose yourself in that. It's easy to forget about you and the things that, you know, that things that bring joy to you. So, you know, for me, I'm not gonna lie, like after I had my daughter, I don't know what it was called, but it, something happened. I think I turned 32. So it was like, I turned 30, I had a baby, an unexpected baby, and I don't know, like after I had her, I was like, I'm about to live my life, yeah. you know? And I told my husband, I want you to live your life too. You know, we can live live it together. Right. We got a babysitter, yeah. you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, if you want to go somewhere with your boys, go. I'm, if I want to go somewhere with my girls, as long as it doesn't conflict with what you have going on, we got to live our life. Yeah. I don't want to be in my 40s and 50s and, you know, Great. saying I haven't done anything. Like, we're still young and we still have a lot of time ahead of us. So, we got to live our lives. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, what is something that you would either give advice to, or even if it's just for us as married women or even women that are aspiring to become a wife one day, is there any changes that you would do differently? Um, or what would you do now? My best advice 
is to get premarital counseling. Please yes. get premarital counseling. And, you know, be prepared for the test. Be prepared for the attacks. Understand that you don't fully know a person. I don't care how long you've been with them. You don't know what demons people battle with. Be prepared to be strong enough to deal with it because it's going to happen. And most importantly, um, just have the heart to forgive. And it goes right back to what Dom said is that feeling like I don't want to have to ask anybody anything. You know, it's not even that you're asking anybody anything because you're low or you don't, you know, have control over yourself or whatever. However people perception is of it, you're asking out of respect. You saying, babe, I want to get the dog. How do you feel about it? And saying, I respect you as my husband. I appreciate whatever input you have. I may not like your response. We're going to have to agree to disagree. And however that play out is how it play out. But as long as you at least show each other that respect, I believe your marriage will go a long way. And again, that submiss that submission is a big, 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 big piece. It's even biblically like our role is to be submissive. No. Do we want to be submissive? No. Because our flesh is like, nope, you can't tell me what to do. But you got to get to a place in your life where you don't have that mindset where you looking at it like this is my husband i trust him as my leader i trust that he's not gonna lead and guide me in any direction that's not right and really that's what it is submission is saying i'm coming up under authority and god has ordained anybody in authority husbands included bosses anybody in that position position it was ordained from the most high so when you don't respect your husband in his role you're not disrespecting him, but you're disrespecting the person who set the order. I agree. I also think that for someone that may not be whose spirituality or religion they right, may not right, be right. that deep in, it's hard for them to look at it that way. That's right? true too. So like you and I have even had conversations where you're that you're you're further in your journey than I am, right? Mm -hmm. So I may not look at that as disrespect towards my husband, I may look at that as just like an area of growth. You see what I'm right, saying? Right. However, the further I get into my journey, I'm like, okay, God is definitely the same. He ain't yeah. happy with me. You know what I mean? Right. But and even when we were kind of talking before we kind of actually started recording, that's really where the submission come in at when you're submitting to God, everything else follows. Yeah. But I feel like both have to be under the same like the same the same page. You know oh, yeah, because definitely. now if I'm saying that I'm gonna submit to you, I also need you to lead however that looks. Yeah. I need to be able to trust and believe that you are leading us. And if I don't and a part of that for me and a part of me struggling with submission is control. Mm -hmm. I need to have control. When I don't have control, I freak out. It can be as simple as my house. Sunday, right? By 8 o'clock, my house needs to be clean because Monday, you know what? We all got to go to work. We got to go to school. Right. If I wake up Monday morning and I can't find my shoes, I'm freaking out. Like, I need to have control. And so even if it's over whatever it is, I just need to have control. So me letting go of control is another reason why it's difficult for me to submit because now I'm putting this in your hands. Right. Yeah. And I'm a huge control freak too. So that's major. That's definitely it. Right. That to me is what submissive is. Is giving somebody else the reins to take lead and you Absolutely. not say nothing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you willing out, like trust that they're going to lead you in a position that's not going to jeopardize you guys. That to me is submission and that is strength. So I think strength and submission go hand in hand. It's yes. not one or the other because it takes strength to give up submission to somebody to be vulnerable right, enough so to true. somebody i feel like any advice that i would give to young married um people or people in a relationship is like that communication is huge 
but I feel like picking your battles is good too because by me and Shani being control freaks my thing is this I know no matter what my husband do is nothing that ill will he's not intentionally doing anything to hurt me or to make me feel bad he just really don't know <laughs> and I had to make a decision that if I'm not gonna if it's not something that I'm gonna leave him for or be mad about next week I'm not gonna stress myself out about it because if not I'll be mad all the time so if there's no ill will intent behind something and it's something that I'm not going to necessarily be mad about, save yourself the stress and upset and headache. You know what I mean? That's major. That was something major for me because I'd be tripping all the time. That was exactly what I was going to say. No lie. <laughs> the picking your battles. Yeah. And, and that's definitely a struggle yeah. um, with knowing what to say. Like, okay, it's not that serious. Mm-hmm it's gonna be okay right and then sometimes it's not even about you know even if you want to talk about it have a conversation but it doesn't have to be you you know mm-hmm. running like a boy like, ah, mm-hmm. like no a conversation conversation mm-hmm. yeah yeah conversation. And that's something that i'm learning too is i'm trying to be so i'm a social worker so naturally i feel like when i'm like talking to people i can control my emotions i can control my facial expressions but sometimes when i have a conversation with my husband and if it's those words, it take me there sometimes. But triggered. I'm real, yes, triggered. I am triggered. But I'm realizing that again, picking my battle. So for, even for me, like a progression for me, or even an area of growth, is knowing when I'm upset. To me, this is something <coughs> too. Like this is being so messed up. I get up and I still cook because before I want to cook. <laughs> oh, you was mad. <laughs> I was mad. Oh, you was mad, man. Oh, but yeah. you know, but I take little things like that as like progression because before like oh we're not talking we're not doing this we're not doing that i'm not cooking I, but that's taking energy out of you it does but i feel like i'm proving a point mm-hmm. but again that i'm talking about progression whereas now i'll still get up and i still have to you know what i don't like what you say i don't like what you did i'm still get up and i'm gonna cook i'm still get up and i'm gonna clean mm-hmm. i'm still you need this i'll pack it lunch you know what I mean? like i'm still do this i'm still text you and tell yes, you i love you you can't just you see what i'm saying yeah, and right. so now but you talking about somebody that was married at age 21 that mm-hmm. just like, I ain't know nothing about that, you know? And now, like, one of the things we do where we don't go to bed mad at each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can just get into an argument or a disagreement. But you know what? I love you. I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so definitely just trying to develop goals within ourselves um, or within our marriage as well. But I, I really, I'm praying that I work on my um, being submissive and grow in that area. Because I feel like I've grown so much because, like, the stuff I don't say. I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like I can get have a hernia about all the stuff I don't say. So I know I'm progressing. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. But I'm they there. say what you think is just as bad as saying. Don't that. be telling me that, Shawnee, because I'm grown. <laughs> he don't know what she I be saying in my head. Say it. Because to it. me, it's like she was saying how you say things. So I have a whole conversation in my head before I even present it to my husband. Because if I don't say it in a certain kind of way, he won't receive it. That's true. He will. I feel like sometimes when you have a conversation, you come at somebody, they get defensive. Mm-hmm. So now I know I have to come at it a different kind of way if I actually want it to be resolved. So I can't just come at a situation. I have to come at a situation where I level head. I got to have facts because my husband be wanting to know what day that was, what time right. it was, what was I wearing. So I got to come with facts. Mad. Right. That's so I, <laughs> I got to have a whole set for if I actually want to make a, a, a change in something. Like I got to have this, this, and this. And the way I come at it cannot come in a way where I'm attacking him all so i definitely you that submissiveness you learn how to check yourself because me my ego i'd be like listen 
you need to do this. I don't know who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? So five years ago, Shani would have just went upside your head. Real quick. <laughs> but when you're married, you can't do that. You have right. to have a conversation. Right. So being submissive is, you know, stepping back, letting that ego go and being, you know what I mean? Like, listen, we need this resolved. If this doesn't get resolved, I feel like this could be something that could be an issue later. So let's have a conversation about it. But knowing how to come at it a different kind of way so he, so he can accept it. Because you can talk at people and you can talk to people. It's definitely two, two different, different things. things. Yeah. I've learned to also acknowledge where I am, right? So, like, mm-hmm. say, I can walk Major. around and I may say, you know, something's bothering me right now. I really don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay, well, what is Kim? Kim's one of those where if I don't want to talk about it, you want to talk about it right now. Yeah, Even right if now. I say I'm not ready to talk about it, we still <laughs> yeah. have to talk about it. My husband like that, and too. So, I'm like, you know what? Okay, so if you're saying that you're willing to listen right now, you know, whatever, whatever. So, kind of putting all of that out there, but I'm a huge advocate of just self awareness. Yes. I know I am not at a place right now to have this conversation. So, just wait, give me five minutes, give me 10 minutes, and let's come back. But mm-hmm. it's definitely trying to kind of like put the ego down, the pride down, mm-hmm. and to kind of like, Rub, kind of like rub their back a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean, before you actually have those conversations. But yeah. I'm learning that about myself as well. Mm-hmm. If it's a sensitive topic, I need you to rub my back a little bit because I don't want to perceive your message differently or a wrong word. Right. And, and I'm triggered. taking offense. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm I mean, taking offense. The biggest thing too is, and again, this obviously takes a lot of time, but you gotta, and this is um, not sound good how it's gonna come out, mm-hmm. but you can't always be in a place of offense. Because there's going to be those tough conversations. And even if I can't express it out the way you want it to come out, you still got to be in a place where you can perceive it and not get offended. Because if we walk around and we carry offense, can't nobody say nothing to us. They could say, the sky is blue. And you're like, what you mean the sky is blue? Like, they can say it no type of way. But if you already have offense on you, it's going to come across that way. So definitely just be careful with having with carrying offense. You know, understand that you can't have expectations either. You can't have expectations that the conversation is going to go the way you want it, that they're going to perceive it the way that you want it, or that they're going to give it to you the way that you want it. Because I myself, I'm one of those people, or I should say I used to be one of those people where you couldn't say anything to me out of pocket. And then, you know, it would have just been like a war. And I'm not like that anymore. I had to grow to that place. But, you know... My husband will tell you she was reckless, like thug, like West Side hood, <laughs> reckless. And I had to tell him, like, babe, you don't understand. Like, I was, I was brought up that way. I was yeah. brought up to be tough. I was brought up to stand up for myself when I felt somebody was saying something wrong to speak up. So dealing with somebody who's passive, like my husband, like he's not the confrontational person. So I had to learn how to, I had to learn how to bring it down with him. But definitely don't carry offense. And um, another thing I was going to say, I didn't learn about submission until I started going to church. Like one thing that I'm always going to do, I'm always going to speak about my spirituality and how it's brought me to where where I am. Because that's my foundation. Like I don't know anything else. And if it wasn't for that piece, I wouldn't be the woman I am. I wouldn't be the wife that I am. So I'm always going to advocate that. I would pray that anybody who's listening who doesn't have a relationship with God, if you're interested, get to know him because that is who you're going to need in your marriage. I don't care what nobody try to tell you. You can see a counselor, a therapist, whoever. They cannot help you. 
the way that the Most High can. He is the person who even established marriages and all of these different principles that come with it. So get to know the Most High, but most importantly, you know, know your role in your in your in your relationship with your spouse and just do it. You know, so when you say know your role, what do you mean by know your role? Know your role. Like if you know that your role is to be submissive, just do it. Don't don't make it difficult. You know, like you said, I could be mad at you. I'm still going to get up and cook. There's some people who will hold on to pride and they won't do anything. And you know what happens to those people's marriages? Them the people that get divorced. Those are the people who marriages don't make it anywhere. And I'm not saying that you have to, you know, divorce is not something I would want anybody at this table to be talking about. So that's why I'm saying, like, just make sure, you know, you know your role as the wife. One of my favorite books to read is Proverbs, or my favorite books in the Bible to read is Proverbs 31, Proverbs 30, not Proverbs 31, the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, it talks a lot about being a virtuous woman, and you know, that right there is everything you need to know about being a wife and a mother, and that's what I strive to be. We call that a five-star chick. If you can be the virtuous woman, you're a five-star chick. Yeah. <laughs> but to go in, but the, like that idea... Is people hurt people hurt people right yeah. Yeah. so if you're not in the self-healing that's basically what the whole idea of reaching out to God is to work on yourself first how can you be submissive to somebody else if you don't even know yourself in the first place so my thing would be just to you know figure that out do you know what I mean yeah I definitely feel like it's a lot of hurt issues yeah and and that's my I definitely feel like it's a lot of inner right because and I think it's significant to some like you said you know you guys were dating or you and Kyron was together for a <coughs> time and then you got engaged same thing with you right mm -hmm. and your husband so sometimes you know you have to go back to the reason why I fell in love with you mm -hmm. you know what I mean but then you also have to acknowledge your insecurities and your hurt right. and I don't like to say weaknesses but your areas of improvement mm -hmm. with your husband with your spouse mm -hmm. so for example Kim know that I am a control freak I don't I honestly do not like the way I am I, I need control I dislike it even when it comes down to I got the black girl magic from you and when I talked about the um calendar from um Anissa excuse me vision where I got it from her but I have literally like four different calendars I do not like how I need to be how I, I am controlled and need to see things but he's aware of that so what did he do some days if you know that the house is messed up he get up and just go ahead and just clean it you know what I mean but then when I'm on him, like, okay, babe, you know what I mean? Like, that picture fell down. It was it was down literally for, like, a month. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone, picking our battles. I'm not even going to say nothing no more. But he knew I had people coming over, so now let me go ahead and put it up. You know what I mean? Right. But, again, I kind of just stopped talking about it. But at the same time, he's like, listen, it's not even that serious. Like, we don't got nobody coming over. But for me, I'm learning, like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna let this go. It, it definitely made me mad. You <laughs> walk past it like seven times. Girl was sitting right there, right. like the right nail there. was there, yeah. the okay. hammer was there. <laughs> but I'm learning to just. I'm like, you know what? Is it really like something that's really bothering me? Can I still walk to the kitchen? I can't. You know, right. is it something that I really need to that's go ahead and right just there. get upset about, or is it something that I just let it go and leave it alone? But I definitely think it's significant to express your insecurities and your concerns and your areas of improvement because then that's when it becomes a partnership. I know what my husband needs to work on, but it doesn't come with me constantly being on him you know, and nagging him about it, and it's really just you know. trying to show and prove. But like you mentioned, I need to work on me. 
So there's some things that I want to get on him about that that's not even my place. I got to allow it and just pray about it, allow God to just do his own work mm -hmm. and really just focus on, okay, but what is it that's really bothering me about right. that picture being put up? The, the root cause, the what, do, why do I need to have control right. all the exactly. time? Once you find that, I feel like submission will come way easier because then you won't have that roadblock, that obstacle, that angst behind it. That whole having to have control, like do it when I say do it, you know what I mean? Because right. if you don't do it, I correlate you not listening to me or doing right. what I tell you that now, you know what I mean? Not necessarily you don't love me, that you don't respect me because I done told you to do something. Now I'm a mama with kids. So me, I find myself sometimes talking to my husband like my kids sometimes mm -hmm. because yep. I told you to do this. Right. Why didn't you do this? <laughs> you had the time to do this. But learning how... You can't do that to okay. me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's a lot too. That's a big ego right. killer. And not to say that you should have an ego, but if you wanna like if you wanna cause chaos in your marriage, talk to your man like he a child. Yes. You asking for a, a, a argument and then some Or and even I, to close off on you. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. You know, in the past I did those same things. Mm -hmm. And it goes like again, I'm telling you, everything stems from like she said, the root. Mm -hmm. It stems from upbringing things that we saw that was stored in our subconscious mind like mm -hmm. we become adults and then you wonder why you acted and behave in a certain way mm -hmm. and then you like man like i never knew i store all that stuff in my mind so here it is i care about that picture being up there because if the tables was turned and i was a kid my mom would have probably whooped my behind if i done dropped something and didn't pick it back up like mm -hmm. I was raised Woo! by a parent who was OCD. She still is OCD. Mm -hmm. So everything had to be in place. Her house had to be spick and span. Mm -hmm. When I get into my adult life and I'm married with four kids, can y'all imagine mm -hmm. the battles? Like if y'all want to know our first, our main argument, it ain't about money. It ain't about like anything that most marriages dis disagree about. It's about the house being dirty. I got three boys and men in my house. I gave up. I order. I, I have a maid come clean my house up once a month and do deep cleaning. I stopped. I stopped tripping. I thought about doing I ain't about that to do though. it. I got a maid come do once a month deep clean because when you yeah. ask them to clean, they go on do surface cleaning. Yeah, Don't nobody wipe it. no knobs. Don't nobody wipe the bottom that. of the toilet. Grid. <laughs> Don't nobody wipe the clean. Listen, the kitchen. The, um, oh, the behind the toilet. Thinking about it, making me mad. So I don't even do it no more. I don't even do it no Problem more. I took that thing right there. I ordered made. Like, now it's in the budget. Yeah. And if it's, I mean, a deep cleaning, like, okay, realistically, now I'm not going to say I don't have the time to do it. I can make the time to do it. I don't want to. But when I think about <laughs> all the obligations I have, I don't have time to time. deep clean my house the way I want it. And mm -hmm. I literally thought about doing that. Yeah, I got I need my girl number, okay? And I am 14. Listen, she do a lot. But you know what, though? And that's another thing, too, and it's going back to just being true to yourself. So, like, do you feel bad if you had a long day at work and you don't cook? No. Nope. Absolutely. My husband had to tell me not to too, cause before mm -hmm. he was like, "Yo, chill, like we don't have a whole cooked meal every night." And when he said that, I was like, "Woo, girl, I took my bra off." I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> "Sometimes," and he loves to cook, so he cooks sometimes when he know I have a long day. So I appreciate He's that, cause so I was nice. I was trying to be a cute little wife them first three months. I was cooking, I was cleaning, right, trying to keep the laundry. Started, yeah. Right, that was a lot of work, girl. I was tired. When he told me to breathe, I was like. Yes. Sure. Is this safe, master? Yes. <laughs> no. Do you get all lackadaisical and don't cook for months, and then he's like, "All right, I'm tripping now. Let's, let's at least one meal this week. At no, least one meal." This week. That's yeah. funny.
somebody sandwich night. Listen, yeah. <laughs> always buying pizza. Friday is always yeah. some fast food or pizza. Or something. Yeah, no, I'm a huge advocate. I'm not, I always say that, like just being true to yourself, true to where you are. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if I don't feel like cooking, I had a long day at work mm-hmm. or whatever. I want to go to the gym today. Whatever it is, I'm a huge advocate for that. And Kim's pretty good, but then I feel bad. Like yesterday I cooked. So I'm like, all right, yeah. we have leftovers. I may make a lot so we can warm this up for the next mm-hmm. day or whatever. But just being true to just where I am, what I want, and I'm still trying to be a wife and a mom and all these yes. other roles. That so we have. That's why I admire you so much, Lee, because girl, you be supporting any and every body. I really try. I can't I go to sleep at 8.30. <laughs> Listen here, I, I really try. And it's a lot. It's a lot. I was talking to one of um, the girls today, and, and I was talking because, you know, I also have my nursing business, my online nursing hey. boutique. Allure Nursing Threads. Tell the people Allure. about that. Tell the people about that. Allure, Where can they purchase? Allure Nurse. Well, actually, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. It's on hold right now for the winter. I'm no. going to rebrand and I'm coming back in the spring. Okay. Because for me, it was a lot. Like, I was delivering. Like, I'm big on the interaction. Right. So, you like, I. Well, that's why I love you. And that's why I'm like, but that became a lot. Yeah. With being a mom, I'm a travel nurse out to Syracuse. Mm. You know, I have the children. I have Sis Society. I'm trying to coordinate the events and, and stuff so with dope. that. So, that is so dope. it's a lot. Thank you. It's a lot. So I'm like, something has to go. Yeah. And which one is it gonna be? And I'm like, I can chill on that for a little bit. So I'm definitely proud of you, and you are Thank definitely you. an inspiration. Just like your 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 view and your viewpoint on just like sister Hill and your goal. Like I love it. Thank I really, you. really, really love it. And I, I think I saw something on Facebook today you posted. I'm like, need be everywhere. <laughs> like, but you know what? That's why I end up texting you too. Because sometimes people like yourself, and I, I kind of say me too, but like you, I, I'm concerned about because we are the big supporters. Like, I remember I had, I was literally, I didn't even know at the time I had pneumonia. I was walking pneumonia, like, but I was at every function supporting any and everybody. And that's why when you told me you had just, I think you was get, just getting in the house, I'm like, no, you don't worry about it. I gotta say, no, just send it to me. We don't know how to say no. Don't know. Yep. We don't know how to say no. And so here you are. And Bria just young, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Still involved, going on the family trips, involved with your husband, like doing everything that sisterhood, like, and you are um faithfully. I can get on that six. I don't know if you are a follower in the page, but I can get on that six o'clock and me posting consistently, like six a.m. an inspiration post. Yeah, I try. I try because I know what that does for other people, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy. You bring up when you reached out to me the other day. I was in a rough space. Mm-hmm. It and it really kind of caught me off guard. I'm like. Shawnee is the CIA. Well, know. Know. <laughs> and I'm like, she I'm okay. Going. You know, mm-hmm. and I was dealing with something personally. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, let me snap out of this because I still have to show up. And I'm not just showing up for myself. I'm showing up for you. Like, you know, I'm showing up for people who I know want to show up for me as well. And that I know I can count on. So it's tough though. It's, it's really tough. Even today, I got up this morning at 6.30 when my alarm went off and I went to the gym. And I said, you know, I'm going to commit this week. This week, I'm going to, you know, put myself first. Make sure I'm taking care of myself. Nails ain't been done. I got little stickies that I bought today. Aww, I wanted to. Thank you, <laughs> but I'm like, I need to get myself yeah. together. So, like, I have to have a plan. And just like you said, knowing when to say no. Like, I showed up so much over the past few years. And, and I do it because with me and I, if you guys know me, like, I have a big circle. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of sisters, like, that show up for me constantly. So, yeah. I don't ever want to be 
you know, the one that's like, no, I'm not coming. Like, no, even if it's a like, a share, whatever, like I want to support people how they support me. And I, I struggle with that. You know, I struggle with it even in my marriage, like just trying to, and my husband says, okay, you doing something again? Like they'll understand. It's like, no, it's my sister. Yeah. <laughs> trying to balance all of it. Yeah. Um, it's funny because my supervisor told me all the time. He was like, "You are a definition of a true empath. Like you feel emotions." Mm-hmm. And I think that day I ended up texting a couple other people as well. Yeah. But you came to me though, yeah. and I was like, "Let me text her." But I also thought about it as well. I'm like, "Wow, like me be there for everybody." And I texted you that following mm-hmm. morning because you came in my mind mm-hmm. that morning too. Like I just want you to know that that whatever. But I think it's so important. That's where I'm at this year because I feel like last 2018. I was literally, I went from bronchitis to pneumonia. But in my head, I used to be this, and I still am. I'm learning to just really like kind of stop a little bit. But acknowledging where I am and letting it be okay to just, I need a minute. Mm-hmm. I need some time. And I think that you have such a huge circle and everybody know that you're always there, that it's okay to not be there. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't show up, like me must be really tired. Or she must really need this time for her because they show up for everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I just really want to encourage you. And I also want to just acknowledge that you are just doing a phenomenal job. Thank phenomenal you. job. And just like keep up the work. Because people, rather they are liking or aren't liking or sharing, people are watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are watching. I remember even with my podcast that people sometimes text me. They may not like or share on Facebook or Instagram, but they'll text me or they'll DM me. And I'm like, wow, like people are really watching. So I know what you mean too by that accountability piece. Like despite how I'm feeling, and I believe it's nobody but God sent to really send us these people to encourage us when we feel like I'm not feeling it today. Like, today, I'm like, not feeling it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you got it going on, but I don't feel like I got it going on. <laughs> Definitely. And that's usually how it is. Like we, and I remember doing this activity with my students. And I'm like, we can sit down and write a list of things of what, how phenomenal you are, you are, you are, how dope, whatever, right? But then when it comes down to me, I'm like, I'm, um, what else? Um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. You know I mean, and so how many times do we really sit down and just give ourselves the credit, the path, the back, the acknowledgement, you know, or even just the times of like, I'm not feeling it today. I really just need time. And this time I'll just stay in my room and I'm like, babe, I need time. To pull myself together and to just be like, okay, now I can talk, now I can do this. But I appreciate you ladies for taking the time out and sitting with me and having girl talk and talking about being strong and submissive. Any last words? Um, <laughs> I will say the last words, because um, I think we focus a lot about the submission, but the strong piece. They yeah. go hand in hand. Like, you have to be a strong person to be submissive. Yes. At the end of the day. Um, you know, just like you guys said, make sure you take time to focus on yourself. You know, get yourself right. Whatever that may be. If it's going to get your feet done, your hair done, your nails done. It's the little things that also helps with all of this wifely duties because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no manual there right. is no manual no, to be a not. mom a wife like not. none at all and i really and i'm a huge advocate as well for just and i know me you are like this as well but for just supporting and 
really like having yourself amongst other women, other wives, because it's so important. And granted, you know, I don't talk about my relationship or my marriage or other people, but just even being around that, maybe talking about things that you're comfortable with talking about. Mm -hmm. It's like, dang, I thought I was the only one going through this. Or, you know what I mean? It's so healthy. It is so it really healthy. It's put things in perspective a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially the whole thing. So I feel like communication is major um if you feel like you're not a really great communicative communicative person i feel like you should work on that within yourself because that is going to be major like one thing that my husband said to me he's like you may not be submissive but he was like i feel like i'm able to talk to you so that's how i knew it was going to work he know i'm not going to submit all the time and i love that he knows that <laughs> but he know that i'm i'm reasonable do you know what i mean right. like I'm, I'm it's not gonna come for him just like oh no i'm down. not doing it down but right. he knows i have some angst behind some of the things that i do and i appreciate that he's gonna allow me that growth opportunity because i do want to be more submissive i want to be able to like fully give him the reins and let him go ahead and take care of this but what if i break my leg next week i have to be vulnerable right. and submissive enough yeah. to be like he gonna take care of us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without me micromanaging from the bench, you know what I'm saying? So I'm getting there, and I appreciate my husband. Shout out to Christian, you know what I mean? If you're ever looking for a realtor, holla at him. Ooh, ooh, Christian, Christian Curry on Facebook, you know what okay. I mean? Spell it. Um, Is see, it with a Y? A, a no, it's just regular color? Christian, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you ever looking for a curly hairstylist, I'm working at Mint. Come holla at a player. Mint is 2198 Monroe Avenue. You can follow me on Instagram. That's Dominique underscore at Mint. Thank you. I will also leave this information <laughs> in the description box. And this is information and Dominique's information as well. Thank you all for listening. As always, follow your girl Shayla Shani on Instagram. You all having a wonderful day.